I I think that no matter who you're with, you can create a situation where you don't have that space or you do depending on, Mm. you know, what you're cultivating in the relationship and what Mm -hmm. your values are. And, you know, and, and I think really like, especially if you're, if you're early on in a relationship or if you're looking for a relationship, um, finding somebody who shares your values, Mm. your deepest values. 100%. That is the most important thing. Hello, welcome to Lunar Living. We are two sisters sharing our journey of life and motherhood. Join us as we explore our spiritual roots, tuning in with our bodies and the pulse of nature's intelligence. Let's get real with it as we laugh, cry, and grow through this life together. We are your co-hosts, Sarai Irie and Jordan Ariel. Welcome to another episode of Lunar Living. Yes, yeah. So we are super excited today because we have um, a really awesome subject to share with you all. Mm -hmm. And... um, I would call myself an expert at this subject. Same. We're definitely walking the walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we we are here to talk about cultivating a happy, healthy marriage. Slash relationship. Slash relationship. Yeah. So I'm saying marriage because I've been married for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, yeah, it it like a lot of the the wisdom that we're going to share in this even if you're not in a romantic relationship if you're you know if you're single um or whatever your life situation is this could help like a lot of this advice could help all of your relationships in life Mm -hmm. friendships parent Mm -hmm. relationships yeah yeah siblings whatever like this is just like some i mean I just saw even like your relationship with like the outside world mm-hmm. yeah. just in general, just relationship. It's true. So yeah, this one, this one's all about relationship. We are going to be focusing mostly on, um, you know, like our kinds of yeah marriages that we're like, we're both in happy you know. marriages. Yeah. So, and, um, Anyway, so let's let's just get right into it because there's a lot of juicy stuff to talk about and um, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Yes, I'm excited to see what you came up with. What was the number one thing that you said? Well, you know what? Actually, I want to take a pause for a moment and just acknowledge that we are... Um, we're still in the month of Shavat right now. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just to bring it back to the calendar, because we do like to talk about, you know, just yes. mention in, in the beginnings that we, um, yeah, we're still in the month of Shavat right now, but we are about to enter Adar. Yay. And so, yeah, what is, what is, like. So Adar is uh, the month of joy. This year, there's actually two of them. And this is how the Jewish can calendar handles the leap year is like they add an extra month and they add an extra month to the month of joy. Mm-hmm. Super cool. This month is Purim, 
which one of the like lessons from that is hidden miracles. So if you're feeling, you know, your excitement rising, then yeah. it makes sense. And we're, we're definitely going to be getting more into Adar over the next couple months because there's two of them. Yes. And um, so it's going to be a lot of focus on Adar. And Adar's, I mean, there's a reason why it is the month that is added in our leap year. There's a lot mm -hmm. of richness within it. Um, a lot of wisdom to be found in, in the energy of this month and a lot like that can be cultivated here. So mm -hmm. in the springtime. Yeah. I also on the note of Shavad still need to plant a tree. I'm like dedicated to doing that. This Shavat, it's a time to do it. So oh if you're gosh. listening to this, plant a tree, go to a local nursery, go to Home Depot, grab a little treeling and plant a tree with me. Yes, let's get in there while it's still Shavat. I really want to do that too. I haven't planted a tree this year. And actually, I mean, I do, I donate to um, 8 billion trees, mm. which is like um it's not technically a nonprofit because they have like reason for that, which right. I read into and it seemed pretty sound to me. Totally. But it's, it's a business that goes and plants trees in, you know, different regions and they plant trees that are native to that region. So cool. And um, it's just, yeah, I, I feel like it's a really good thing. So I like indirectly planted a tree right, totally. this month. I planted some trees this month, but um, let's get our I, hands in the dirt. I want to, I want to plant a tree let's this year, get my hands in the dirt. Just for like sure. plant a tree somewhere, you know? Yeah. Like at a park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Right? Just like, uh, you know? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> That'd be gosh. So cool. Yeah. Cause I, I don't have any, you can even under. maybe like right out in your balcony, just put a little tree mm -hmm. or, I mean, you're always welcome to, yeah, or plant we can plant one at my yard. yard. Oh, mom's, yeah. Yeah. Mom's a good idea. Right? Okay, well, you know, hit me up when you're planting a tree. If you want to, unless it, if you're just doing it, then just do it. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see where the flow brings us. But I'd love to do that with you. Okay. Enough about trees. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now going on to marriage. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that like your your question was like what was my like we when we journaled about it like what was my you know big nugget and I'm like honestly it's it really it's like oh you know what here it is here oh. it is actually because it came through and it, it's a great lead-in with us talking about trees because you know we're here being like how to cultivate a happy marriage right and that's it. It's the word cultivate. It's like cultivating mm. a garden. So marriage or any relationship is like a garden. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of us kind of like grew up with this fantasy of like, you know, you're going to meet this person mm -hmm. and then it's going to be like magic and everything's going to be wonderful because they're going to fix 
all your you. problems. Yeah. They're going to fix all your problems. Your life is just going to be amazing because you have love. And then people get in these relationships and they're like, oh my gosh, this is hard. And it's a lot of work. Yes. And then they think like, oh, love doesn't exist. Re- like that fairy tale love doesn't exist. And that's not true. It does exist. I can right. tell you because I'm living it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like being like, I want to be handed a beautiful, flourishing garden. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could be handed a beautiful, flourishing garden that's already in bloom and it's already gorgeous and it's already thriving. Mm-hmm. If you don't take care of that garden, right, it's going to become a mess. Wow. So it's almost like that in love feeling is like. It's what gets you hooked and it's also a preview to like this could be your whole life, but you have to take care of it. Yeah. So so there's that. And also everybody is going to receive a different garden. Mm -hmm. And some people in the beginning of their relationship, their garden is like a lot of dirt, (laughs) you know, or a lot of weeds that need to be pulled. Mm -hmm. It could be dry and needs water. It could be like blooming with all these flowers. And then the next season, like, you know, real harsh winter, right? Like you, it, I feel like a garden is the Mm -hmm. perfect analogy. It's like, what seeds are you planting during that winter time? Mm -hmm. Are you letting all the weeds take over or all the plants getting sick or none of the seeds making it, you know, or are you like planting seeds that like, I know this is hard, but I believe in us and Mm -hmm. I believe in you and and nourishing it with literally your energy of love. Yeah. And also sometimes like, let's say it's a real harsh winter and it's just like snow, everything's iced over. Sometimes you just need to wait it out for the snow to pass. Right. And then and when the spring comes, melt. it's so beautiful too. Yeah. And, and then even after that harsh, if you've had a particularly harsh winter and we live in California, so mm-hmm. we don't have this like, you know, as much hands-on experience with harsh winters, obviously, because we're, yeah. yeah, we're in LA. Mm-hmm. But, you know, from what I've read and seen and heard, like if you have winters, like sometimes you need to, take care of seedlings inside or you need to create Mm. like a greenhouse for them Mm. or you need to do like you know things like that or like if you're just waiting out the winter then eventually you're going to need to go and you're going to need to crack the ice away from the earth and dig your hands in and like pull back with the right tools to get the soil like moving again and wow you know I, I feel like it's just such an analogy for Mm. relationships that it's so varied. It depends on what region you live in, depends on the land you're in, depends on, you know, maybe yours is all in pots on your cement patio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, also that kind of depends on, yeah, like the type of garden, the type of person, like someone who's very organized and their love language is like acts of service and they're like happy in, in that, then they'll have like a, potted garden and like your partner is going to love that part of like you both have to partake in like nourishing that yeah Yeah. so so that said I truly believe that anyone could have a beautiful flourishing garden of a relationship Mm. I think anyone can 
and it does take work. Mm -hmm. So, and yes, it does take two people to make it happen. And I also believe that one person can turn it around. Yep. Because it's, the energy is like something that you both experience. So let's say like that my husband and I are in kind of a winter, we're in like a, like butting heads moment. One of us can literally just like be like, what the heck? And like start exuding love. And when you're close with that person, you'll feel their love. I recently read the five love languages and there's this chapter in it where he talks about like, can I love someone I hate or something? And he like gave this wife guidance to love the husband in his love language and see what happened. And then the husband was willing to love her in her love language. He didn't even know. The husband didn't even know what was going on, really. Just the wife decided to take action and do this. And it totally turned their relationship around. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That just gave me goosebumps. Mm. That's so beautiful. And, yeah, and I feel like it, it, it only takes one person to turn around. Yes, like the other person's going to need to participate. But I... I truly believe that unless this like the person that you're with has like is like literally a dangerous person. Yeah. You know, or um, yeah, or like that, that there are very few exceptions. Mm -hmm. There are very few exceptions. Like if you're in an abusive relationship and you're not safe or your children are not safe please remove yourself from that relationship like you know I've said that before here but like you know Mm -hmm. also relationship (laughs) where um like they're not stopping like let's say they have an issue with alcohol and like they refuse to stop and it's really like ruining your life or they have a relationship with um like uh what's it called intimate they're like cheating and they yeah. are not stopping and they have an issue. If, Sometimes if it like takes you pulling now. Cheater, yeah. I mean, I feel like you can recover from cheating in a relationship. Right, but if right. the, if it's like you're doing everything and it's like a chronic issue. Like they have like, an addiction and they need to go yeah. to rehab, then that's like something, another topic. Yeah, no, totally. So yeah, dealing with serious addictions, including like infidelity yeah. being an addiction, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to a mistake, you know. Right. And like, thank God I haven't experienced that with Jordan. So really, Mm -hmm. I have to also say, like, I don't know what that's like. And so I can't speak, you know, for everyone else. Like I'm I'm speaking from my experience and from my experience. Like, I feel like if he made a mistake, like, and great, he's going to listen to this. But I this is how much (laughs) I trust him. Like, even even saying that, like, we would be able to recover. Like it would cause a lot of pain and damage and, you know, but I think that we would be able to, like, I know we would be be Mm -hmm. able to recover because both of us are really committed to this relationship. And he wouldn't like even hearing that, like it's not like I'm giving him a freaking pass or something. He He wouldn't, he doesn't freaking want to, first of all. And if he like it, yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, I trust him and he loves me and he would not want to hurt me. Mm -hmm. And he knows that that would hurt me and like vice versa. Yeah. You know, totally. 
So I'm, and I have to express great gratitude for that. Same. We got some good ones. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So the garden analogy was (laughs) my like big thing, but you like, yeah. What's, what are, what are you feeling? So the biggest thing that I have taken personally is, um, some advice that you gave me. When I first got with Alex, um, I was like, okay, I really want to make a good foundation with this guy because I like have a good feeling about this and I've been through some like hard relationships and I don't want those bad habits like bleed into this relationship. So I would like call you and ask you for advice on things. And the number one thing, like the word, the mantra that I like was focused on was transparency. So I was like completely open and honest with him, like more than I'd ever been with anyone, uh, even when it was hard. Like, um, I remember. Especially, especially when it's hard. Yes. And because when it's hard, that's, it's a threshold to a deeper understanding of each other. So when it's hard, it's almost like a test. It's like, are you going to go deeper? Are you going to get there with them? And, um, oh my goodness. Yeah. When Alex and I first got together, it was so much of that. Like he was honest with me right away about something that was like, not great. And if he wasn't honest with me about it, I would have been like, okay, like this guy's a loser. (laughs) But he told me right away on our first date. And I was like, kind of like, all right, let me process that. And then we continued our date and like continued dating. Mm -hmm. And now he's an amazing I mean, he's always been an amazing man, but I I saw that in him, you know, and kind of encouraged that and nourished the garden in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was at school one day, and this was before we were officially together. And there was this guy that I'd like talked to in the library like a month before. So it was before I'd met Alex. And like we had like a really good conversation. And then so fast forward, it's like two weeks after I met Alex and I bumped into him at school and he was like, hey, actually, he like flagged me down and was like, I met you in the library. Like I was so upset that I didn't ask for your number then. Can I please get your number now? And I was like, um, okay. And I gave him my number and I was like, I'm honestly like talking to someone now. So this probably is, I'm probably not even going to respond. And the guy was like, okay. (laughs) And then I I told Alex about it. And he was like, why are you telling me this? Like, you didn't need to tell me this at all. And I'm like, because I'm setting up that you can trust me. You know, like, no matter what, I'm going to tell you the truth, even when it's hard. So that was like the number one thing that's built this relationship and grown this garden that I'm currently living in that I love. And sometimes, like, you lose sight of these values and then you have to be reminded of them and come back to that. Like I'll come back to the transparency and a big part of that is being in touch with your own energy to like, know, like you feel like a block in the relationship. You feel like you're not super connected and you have to like look within and be like, what's going on? Like, what do I need to communicate with them or what do I need to realize for myself for the action that I need to take for us to like come back together Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's let's talk about that transparency for a minute, because 
you know, the reason why I gave you that advice was because, I mean, really mom had told me like our mom was like, daddy and I tell each other everything. We always tell each other everything. There are no secrets between us. We tell each other everything. And so like, even if there were points (laughs) where I was like, don't tell dad, she would be like, I can't promise that because daddy and I tell each other everything. I (laughs) I would be like, no. (laughs) I mean, you know, but it was like, and I've, I've talked to other people who have been like, they don't need to know everything. You know, so many people in relationships, like that's relationship advice they would give. And for me, I'm just like, I don't agree. I disagree. Completely. I completely disagree. Your partner can feel it energetically. When you're withholding your true self from them, then they can feel that energetically and they aren't loving you for who you really are. They're loving a projected version of you that you're serving them. Mm-hmm. And that's not real. Yes. So true. And it doesn't mean to like be a jerk if you're thinking like right. something mean. Like you can you can tell people everything and still have grace. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can tell someone everything and say it in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. Look within like something's bothering you or annoying you even. Like mm-hmm. look within and just ask to be like... <laughs> Yeah. Say it however, but even sometimes I'll say it in a not nice way. Sometimes I'm like, (laughs) I'll be like, your breath stinks, brush your teeth. But that does not, it doesn't bring us together the same way as when I go, man, I really want to kiss you, but like, can you please brush your teeth though? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and he's brushing his teeth all happy. Like I'm about to get a kiss, you know, (laughs) instead of being like, wow, she's like, degrading me (laughs) yeah and and you know also like you like you know people out there like you know your person and you know like the best way to communicate things with them and also if you don't truly my advice is pray Mm -hmm. (laughs) and ask for like ask to be spoken through Mm -hmm. you know like I'll ask God to like speak through me like so that the message gets across in the way that's going to land Mm -hmm. like in the in the way that's most productive and like in best for for the highest good of every soul involved Mm -hmm. always comes back to that yeah for the highest good of every soul involved and so you know the the transparency thing Um, I, my biggest example and biggest experience with that was I was working at a restaurant and Jordan and I were, I think we were engaged at the time or we were like, I, we were like, we, I, I think that we were engaged. I don't think we were married. We could have been married. It wasn't. No, you remember. remember. Yeah. Okay. We might have not even been engaged yet, but it was like around the time we got engaged. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so there was a guy who worked at the restaurant that I liked and I just started developing this like massive crush on him. <laughs> and like, I don't know, let's let's call him uh, Luke. So this... Luke (laughs) um, was so like cool and Mm -hmm. was like, 
you know, we would talk about deep things and like he was like, you know, wanted to talk about all the spiritual stuff that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, we would yeah. like chat and he would like come up to the host stand and talk to me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so I just got so crazy about this guy all of <laughs> oh a sudden. My gosh. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, what the heck am I doing right now? Because I love Jordan. I'm with Jordan. I'm like, you know, whatever. But I would get butterflies from this guy. And like, and I was like, I sat with it for a little while. I don't know how long. And I was like, what am I going to do? Because Jordan and I had established our relationship in the beginning on a foundation of telling each other everything. Yeah. And I was like, like it was like a mantra for us. Like we tell mm -hmm. each other everything. And so in yeah. my head, ever like I would see Jordan and I would think about Luke and I would hear in my head, we tell each other everything. And I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Cause also I was like, I didn't want to hurt him. Right. And that was a big part of it was not wanting to hurt him. And, you know, but eventually I was just like, okay, I worked myself up to it and we were sitting in the car and I was like, babe, okay. So you know how we tell each other everything. And I'm like shaking. I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm going to tell him this. And it's like so scary. And he was like, what, what is it? And I was like, okay. So there's this guy at work and he's like, okay. And, I'm like, <laughs> and I, I just kind of have a crush on him. <laughs> and I like started crying. Oh, no. <laughs> and he was like, oh my gosh. He was like, oh my gosh, I thought you were going to say something serious. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> like the way I was acting. Yeah. Like, he thought I was going to say I like did something or right. whatever. Yeah. But what ended up happening, and also he's amazing for this. I know not everybody would react this way off the yeah, bat no, but, he's but definitely I have to say like, I know a lot of people who have been able to cultivate this or who I've given this advice and they've been able to cultivate it yeah by establishing to. the honesty yep yep 100% I can also attest to this because I went through something similar yeah and like was met with pretty much the same response I was met with immediate like forgiveness like and I was like what the heck like yeah, you know? and I was like, I'm worthy. I'm like question mark, <laughs> you know, and I was just like, wow, this is real. Yeah. You know, so he had said that and I was like, you know, whatever. It was like this immediate like weight off my chest. And, you know, we talked mm -hmm. and we, he was like, you know, are you going to act on it? And I was like, no, uh -huh. like he was like you love me, right? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, okay, okay. And then um, the next day, he we were sharing a car at the time. He dropped me off at work and he was like, oh, you're going to go see Luke, huh? <laughs> oh, have fun with your boyfriend. Uh -huh. And he was just like teasing me. And I I was like, oh my gosh. Ah. And yeah. then I walked in and I saw him and immediately like Luke became an inside joke between me and my man. Yeah. And it dissipated oh. the energy that was between me and this mm -hmm. other guy because I didn't have a secret between me and this other guy anymore. Mm -hmm. It was 
a secret between me and my husband. And so when I would see him, I would sort of like giggle because I was like, right. He, he, first off, that's family shit. Like you and Bojo, like soul family, like just like, you know, it's like you sharing that with him is deeper and funnier and more meaningful than like someone who, you know, you had some chemistry with. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then it takes away the power of that. Literally, the guy started seeming like an idiot to me after a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, I realized, like, the the veil was ripped away, like, the magic of, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And it was, like, I mean, he was fine, but, like, I started seeing through and saw his human. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. He you, became less of, like, this unattainable, mm. untouchable. You chose a different whatever. door. Yeah. And honestly, you took the high road and you uh, you did the hard thing and you went through that threshold and you and Bojo got to a deeper place in your relationship. And you know what would have honestly been way fucking harder is having that like, let's say something happens and then your relationship has like a deep wound mm-hmm. instead of just like sharing it and yeah, I know. shared it before it became a problem. Like, yeah, you know, that's also but even if it did become a problem, I feel like if I shared it, I think we could have recovered. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, I it wouldn't ha- like I wouldn't it right. just didn't because it, that's not because that's our yeah. way, yeah. you know, but I'm saying for anybody like even if it does that like there's I feel like holding on to secrets like, you know, that also, they fester also something that like I learned from Alex is like when someone comes to you with the truth that's hard to say even if it's ugly to not like make it harder than it already is Mm -hmm. like Alex like most of the time anytime I f up will like immediately forgive me because he loves me and he sees beyond that and so if someone does decide to take the you know the harder path to be honest in these tough situations it helps to empathize for them and you know maybe be there for them so you encourage that to grow in your garden you encourage honesty and trust and like it's safe for you to be yourself here with me yeah because that's I mean now I'm not gonna turn away from you because you made a mistake, you know? And I'm not saying this to be like toxic, you know, everyone has their path that they need to go down, but like really if this resonates with you, then like it does for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I love how you're saying like this, this place is safe because that's like really like what that, what, you know, we're all wanting in a relationship, right? Like a safe space to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you can come to me like naked and unclothed and just be, and I will accept you right the way you are exactly as you are right now. I love you. I love all of you. I love all of you. I love you the way that God loves you. Mm -hmm. This is a portal of relationship. Mm -hmm. You get to see what real love is if you open your heart to it Mm. i'm gonna shout out a song right now if you're listening to the podcast open up your music or whatever and just save this song it's called sacred space 
by India, India Ari. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really special song that really exemplifies what we're talking about. Sarai, you showed me that song <laughs> and I loved it so much. It just reminded me of like that song is Jordan to me. Like it's just like, oh my gosh. And so I actually learned it on guitar pretty poorly, <laughs> pretty poorly. <laughs> but I spent some time learned it on guitar I like reached out to my friends who teach music (laughs) lessons and was like can you guys help me figure out this song and I played it for him on our 10 year anniversary and sang it to him and like how was that it was beautiful it was beautiful and like you know he didn't catch every word and then like later that night like I just like I was like did you catch all the lyrics and he was like no, I didn't like, you know, I was listening to your playing and your singing and all that. And like, I, I picked mm. up on some of it. And so I just like laid in his arms and like recited the lyrics to him, mm. like a poem. And like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so thank you for that little nugget because you're welcome. It was, it, it was just so poignant. So I don't mean to like steal your song or whatever. No, no it's all good. <laughs> you know? It's all good. It's, it's meant to, you know, it will exist. And maybe in like a few years, like Alex and I can visit that. I showed him it, but it didn't really like land all the way. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, it will eventually. But really that song is, it's what love in its truest essence is. Like, mm-hmm. It's just so beautiful. Uh, yes. So, yeah. Um, my, I wrote actually quite a few things. Um, one of them that's really important is taking care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. I wrote that one too. Yeah. So when you're feeling like you want to, you're like finding all these things your partner is doing wrong or how they're not showing up for you. It's time to stop and be like, what have I done for myself lately? What can I do to fill my own cup right now instead of projecting my unhappiness onto them and mm-hmm. making it their fault? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to take responsibility for your own happiness. No one in this world is responsible for making you happy. Mm-hmm other than you and you are not responsible for anyone else's happiness either Mm -hmm. and also like you need to lead by example Hmm. she says to herself you know it's it's Mm -hmm. really like leading by example like in order to be treated how you deserve to be treated you need to say hey look this is how I deserve to be treated the way I treat myself Mm-hmm. that's like people respond to that mm-hmm. every relationship in your life people will treat you like m- in most cases people are going to treat you the way you treat yourself mm-hmm. if you treat yourself like you're an amazing person who's worthy of respect people are going to treat you with respect that's so true if you're if you treat yourself like you're a piece of garbage and you're talking down to yourself all the time other people are going to look down on you and they're going to be like You know, because they pick up on the energy and they see the way you're treating yourself. And if you're treating yourself like you're unworthy, then that's that that's what other people are going to pick up on, Mm -hmm. you know, 
Yeah, there's a story that I shared with um, my friends, and it's from like a few years ago when I was at work, and um, I kept feeling like I wasn't in great shape. I was fine, but I kept being like, oh, yeah, I'm not looking great, you know, and people would be like, wait, you look fine. You look you look fine. You look nice. Like, you're good. Don't sweat, girl. And I said it enough times that, like, maybe, like, after the fifth time I said it, people were like, oh, yeah, you are kind of getting fat, you know? <laughs> like, after I just kept saying it so much, and it's like, people are going to see you how you put yourself out there you've never looked fat to me before so I mean that's just a testament to what you're saying that people like do but also I'm thinking of like people who are like oh I hate myself I'm garbage it's like like I don't know I see a light in a lot of people who do that but I think just because like I have been there Mm -hmm. so when I see people being that way I'll like look at them in the eye and be like you're a light. Yeah. You're beautiful. I've done this before and people have rejected me. <laughs> like people have been like, no, I'm not. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe for another time. <laughs> well, and that's something else too. Like accepting compliments is huge mm-hmm. because, and I mean, and also like to what you were saying, it's true because you can also, you can think that you're complete garbage and other people can still look at you and think that you're amazing and beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I've had moments in my life where I felt like I was complete garbage and the people who loved me still thought that I was amazing and beautiful or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but, um, but you're going to be seeing the world through that perspective because you're painting your world with every word, with every thought you give power to. You're painting your own reality. And these people who are seeing you and seeing the love in you and seeing the divine in you might not even reach you because you're not able to see that in yourself. Mm-hmm. If you want love, you have to open up space within yourself to feel that spark of life that is divine, that is worthy no matter what. Yeah. And that's that's also like for those of you who are not in a relationship but want to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. that's number like step one. Mm-hmm. Step one, whether you're in a relationship or not, to cultivate happy relationships mm-hmm. of any kind take care of yourself and love yourself Mm -hmm. not in like a gross way you know not being like (laughs) you know what an arrogant butthole or something but like yeah or like putting yourself above others or like loving yourself to the point where it's like kind of like are you like going in a weird tunnel or (laughs) like you know taking a bubble bath and being like this should fix it and not doing the work Yeah. You know, and I don't mean like work like super labor, but I mean like the energy work that goes into it, like feeling it's, it's man, like that poem I recited a couple weeks ago, that faint light, you know, like you, and when you see like that little light and you're in such dark and you see that little light being like, wait, 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 light, like in hold space for that light, let it grow, let it grow. Honestly, for me, it's taken many years and I'm still, you know, growing through it. And my relationship is a haven where I am encouraged to shine. Yeah. And also, you know, it has to do with your choice in man, but also 
Mm-hmm. I I think that no matter who you're with, you can create a situation where you don't have that space or you do depending on, mm. you know, what you're cultivating in the relationship and what your mm-hmm. values are. And, you know, and, and I think really like, especially if you're, if you're early on in a relationship or if you're looking for a relationship, um, finding somebody who shares your values, mm. your deepest values 100% that is the most important thing whatever you may have a list that says that these your person needs to look a certain way or be from a certain I was with someone before Alex who um we got along really well great conversation both saw the world in a cool type of way um we expanded each other's minds a lot But our values were different. Like my biggest value is my family. Number one, my dream was to become a mother. And that was like not his and not his dream. And it didn't work out. But I did during that relationship, like really like, like tap into that, like true, like, you know, working on myself and loving myself and like letting that expand within that relationship and I got a lot out of it but it wasn't meant to be so it wasn't Mm -hmm. you know because there were some really big like I have a certain like level of self-respect yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah but um and then when I found Alex literally like when we went on our first date even before that when we had like first met at the bar I was like okay like his pickup line with me was Lechaim because <laughs> I explained to him how meaningful Lechaim was to me. And I was like, you literally just said to life to me in Hebrew yeah. to like, and he's not like Jewish you. and he's not Jewish. Yeah. And he, and he remembered it and he like said it to me and like, I was just like, all right, like worked, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> you'll yeah. get a kiss for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it was just like that you, yeah, that you told him something that was important to you, that you like had meaning to you and that he remembered and honored the thing that was important to you and had meaning to you. That was his first like act that he did was to honor what you said, Mm -hmm. something that was important to your heart. It just made me feel so seen too. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, okay, like even if he was just trying to get a kiss out of it, which like maybe he was, maybe he, you know, but even then it's like, I was like, wow, you're capable. Like, you know, like you, and then like after like that night, like he was like trying to like get with me and stuff. And I held my boundaries and was like, you know, like, I don't want to like go there. We're just going to kiss and say good night, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And that was really important too, was holding my boundaries. He respected me because of how I treated myself mm-hmm. because he wouldn't have respected me because he wouldn't have been like, oh, she's a slut. I don't respect her. He wouldn't have respected me because I wasn't respecting myself, not because of the sex, but because I wasn't respecting my boundaries, mm-hmm. my boundaries. Yeah. Everyone else might have different boundaries. Yeah. But if that's a boundary for you, I would encourage you to uphold it because it's not that they don't value you it's that you're not valuing your boundaries you're not respecting yourself how is someone going to respect you when you're not showing them how like 
Yeah. Like how you said, people are going to treat you how you treat yourself. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and then that it so it's starting with you, with yourself, with you honoring your own boundaries, with you cultivating your own happiness like that is, you know, it's really step one in either finding or cultivating within the relationship you already have the happy a happier relationship and I would urge you to like I did on a previous episode create that list 20 things that you enjoy doing while you're doing Mm -hmm. it that you just enjoy feels good to do do three of them every day preferably before you do anything else and Mm -hmm. you know you may think you don't have time to do it you don't have time not to do it Mm mm-hmm You don't have time not to do it. Dude, time is so bendy too. Mm -hmm. Like it's like I was on my way home and I was like, I have to stop by the post office to drop off mail. I didn't have to go through a whole rigmarole, just drop off mail. And I was like, oh, like I almost didn't want to stop by the post office. I went, stopped, dropped the mail, got back in my car. And I was like, that was faster than going pee. (laughs) Like I, why did I put this off for so many weeks? Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Story of my life. (laughs) I'm really working on that one. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, there's, um, you know, and that that brings me also to like my my mommies out there mm. because I I've found a lot of like relationship advice that's like geared toward people who are not. Yeah, you're like do the three things for you and I'm like actually right when I wake up in the morning I have a 2-year-old jumping on me so. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean also for me before I do anything else means something different than it right. does for somebody who's single when it's if somebody doesn't have any kids they can literally do it before they do anything else for me like before I do anything else means after I nurse the babies and change their diapers and Uh you know calm them down and whatever like it might be a couple hours before I do that and I still in my book that's doing it before I do anything else yes 100% so you know and yeah taking taking the time to do those things is not always easy for anyone but especially when you have little ones who are depending on you for everything and you are at the beck and call of their every whim Mm -hmm. and they're just sucking your energy away literally Literally on your tit like (laughs) you know (laughs) i know i'm like over two years did not expect this i've tried weaning like a couple times and i'm like just still on the boat let's go (laughs) Yeah, I'm nursing freaking three of them literally <laughs> earlier today. I I was like, okay, Ziki, we're taking turns. And like when one of them would let go, like the other one would jump on. It's wild, dude, yeah. having three of them. Like it's always at the same time. It's always an experience of growth. Like I feel like especially in motherhood, but this is a topic for another episode. But mm-hmm. anything in life that feels like challenging, I'm like, this is like really where I need to like lean in and grow like this is where like for me I say like God wants me wants to love me the most mm-hmm. like because it's like a an ick and it's like there is no ick in God's eyes like you are worthy of feeling good let this feel how the best way that it's gonna feel and grow and yeah you know whatever situation you're in well and that goes it's like hard. It, life is hard man for sure and and that like 
I mean, that does apply to relationships too. True. Because like when you're having like the places that are hardest in your relationships, like that is where like, okay. That's your alchemy. Yes. That's where like, okay. In a video game or something Mm -hmm. like the place where like the challenges and there's a problem and there's all the monsters, (laughs) you got to go fight the monsters in order to get the chest with the reward at the end. Mm -hmm. Like the, the gold is like where you see the most problem. Like there's a golden nugget there. Right. Yeah. There's, there's some rupees. There's a treasure you know? chest. <laughs> like, yeah. There. There's like, just like so much richness and wealth. It's crazy. I'm realizing how much of like the physical world is literally a metaphor for the spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We, we came to this world to experience it all. Yes, it's it's so yummy. The messy and the beautiful. <laughs> Fia. <laughs> yes, dude. I love that. I love that we found like our spiritual music that's like oh my gosh. Bops. I was listening to baby music earlier and it was like this baby rap and it was so good, man. It was like, I love myself. Like, I love my big smile. Like, in all just this rap, he's like, I wear colorful shoes because I'm super cool. And I'm like, <laughs> heck yeah, brother. Like, <laughs> the baby's like sleeping in the car and I'm like tearing up to this baby oh rap song. Oh my gosh. I know I do that with the kid music sometimes too because I like found all this really beautiful, inspiring kid music. And sometimes like my inner child is like, Thank you. Dude, my inner child. I wanted to story it earlier and be like, this isn't for the parents. This is for everyone. (laughs) Like, because I get so much out of playing him the inspirational kid music. Like, we rarely fuck with, like, wheels on the bus and and stuff like that. Most of the time, it's like, feelings, feelings, so many feelings. I got these feelings and that's okay. (laughs) You know? Anyways. Back, back, back to relationships. You know, you know us moms. We got We got to start talking about our kids all the time. Like, okay, if you can handle us talking, jumping into talking about our kids, I don't know if this podcast is for you. Um, But okay, all right. So, um, this is a cool tip as well um, that helps so much, and this is like when you are feeling at odds or disconnected or like you just had a busy day and you haven't had any time to connect with your partner, just like eye to eye for like three beats, just like grab, you know, waver your head, get in their face a little bit and just hold that eye contact for just, just only three beats. So one, two, three, because when you look into someone's eyes, you are, you know, the eye is the window of the soul and you're able to see more than their words can express. You can read their energy when you look in their eyes and they feel seen when you look in their eyes and they're looking in your eyes too. And it's just like a simple little thing that you can do. It helps a lot in an argument because you see, okay, you're not just an asshole, you know, you're hurt. And I see the love there too. And I'm holding this eye contact because I love you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's just, that's just like a hot tip that really helps. 
Yeah, I'm like, you were talking about that earlier before mm. we started. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so good. Like, I mean, I know about eye to eye, right? But I'm like, we don't like intentionally implement that when when we're like not, quote, seeing eye to eye. Like, yeah, literally. That, literally, <laughs> hello. Um, hello, it's right there in the quote, you know? We're not yeah. seeing eye to eye. So see eye to eye and maybe even tell your partner like, hey, you know, because maybe they might think it's weird if you try and look in their eyes. Like, yeah. if you guys don't do that regularly. Like, it is, why, is so uncomfortable sometimes to just look at somebody straight in the eye. Even the person who is your partner who you've been with for, you know, yeah. years or whatever. If you guys don't have, a, you know, a, an established practice of looking into each other's mm -hmm. eyes, it might be something that's really uncomfortable and hard. Yeah. And if it is, then, you know it really then it's definitely something you should do no yeah for sure we actually didn't have this we we're like two years into our relationship no not two because that's when I got pregnant a year and a half and I was with this guy who I was like sure I'm gonna be with I'm with Alex and uh, we were at a motel on a road trip and I was like I feel like we don't like look into each other's eyes you know like and we had like maybe had a couple beers or we were like faded or something, but he was just like, oh yeah. yeah. And then we just continued watching TV and I, I felt kind of sad afterwards because I was like, oh, you know, like we didn't then have an eye to eye sesh because mm -hmm. I had seen earlier on Instagram, this girl post like her and her husband looking eye to eye and she's like doing our daily eye to eye. It helps us with blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like we don't even look in each other's eyes. And then it was like we went through things in life. Like I was pregnant and I like literally just like would sometimes like be a weirdo to him at the time. <laughs> it was like he was like, whoa, you weirdo. Like I would like get all dance around in front of his face and be like, <laughs> like grabbing eye contact. <laughs> and you just be like, OK, OK, sheesh. But then the more that we did look in each other's eyes, the more comfortable that we got. And um, now it's like home when we look in each other's eyes but it was something cultivated so like I know that's intense for most people and if you don't do that you're not like doing something wrong or like missing some point like if yeah. you want to get there you'll get there just set that intention yeah and you know it the eyes are the windows to the soul right mm -hmm. so sometimes like it's scary to let somebody see your soul yeah you know it takes and so it's much scary trust to look into someone else's soul sometimes like it's, it just it feels really intense to look into people's eyes because you have to really see each other mm -hmm. and it's kind of strange if you're not used to it mm -hmm. you know so it's okay and if it's uncomfortable like take your time with it mm -hmm. take yeah. your time but I love how the whole time we've been talking about this eye to eye Sarai and I are here <laughs> like, like really focused. looking at each other's eyes you know what I was good connection <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this eye to eye with you <laughs> I was thinking though eye to eye with you has never been awkward because we grew up together yeah so the first eye to eye that I ever had was like with you and Abby you know, like, because we were at, like, eye level. <laughs> It'd be, like, a few words because we were children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. So, um, yeah. So there's there's all that. Um, and, you know, I guess my next point that I wanted to bring up is 
for, yeah, to, to let go of trying to control the other person. Ooh. I'm rolling my head right now. Yeah. That's, yep. Letting go of, like, you control yourself. You can't control other people. Well, you're trying to control someone else because, like, you're not controlling yourself. Yes. Yeah. And also, really, if you're feeling a lot like, oh, like, he needs to blah, 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 blah. Like, just remember, you're pointing one finger there and there are three fingers pointing back at you. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm saying this is from experience. Yeah. Because I know that I've, and it doesn't mean like, you know, you're a significant other never does anything wrong. Obviously, like everybody does, but you cannot control them. Mm -hmm. And so you are either going to choose to love them as they are or not. <laughs> like, right. You know, and, and they, they're more likely to change if you just accept all of them. Mm hmm. Like if you are wanting to see change, the best thing to do is to take care of yourself, focus on your own happiness mm -hmm. and love them. You can make as requests they are. as well. Like you can make yes. requests, but without uh, any ultimatum or expectation, you know, there are things in our relationship that like many people would be like, uh, that would be a deal breaker. I couldn't deal with that. You know, whatever I would, people have told me many times like Alex is a late night guy and I'm like, I want to go home. And they're like, you need to tell him to go home. And I'm like, no, like that's, that's not us. Mm -hmm. That's not us. Maybe that's working for you right now. But like, how is that sitting? You know, that's not us. Like, I'll tell him how I feel. He's still going to choose to do whatever he's going to do. I'm going to give him the space to make that choice. If it makes me sad, I'll let him know it makes me sad. Go home next day. Hey, I'm, I'm going to experience feelings because feelings are a part of life. And if that makes me sad, I'm going to be like, that made me really sad. And then the next time that happens, he'll remember and be like, oh, I like literally value her so much and I made her sad. I don't want to make her sad. It's more important to me, her happiness, than to be partying right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's how things have like changed in our relationship. I've never like made him do or be any way because that's you can't strong arm them well and you know, also it's, it's like it doesn't then they hate work. you yeah and they fucking hate you, you and they're like oh my nagging wife like she's such a bitch you know whatever right i'm like, like i'm not here to control you i'm here to like live my life and like you should live your life i'm not the one who's gonna make him learn a lesson he can only learn a lesson for from his own experiences yeah you know yeah and also like you know when you're communicating your emotions like I feel like getting really clear with yourself on what the actual root is of why mm. you're feeling a certain way mm. you know and and like what it really is like are you mm -hmm. really feeling like angry or is the anger like coming out because you're feeling hurt? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like me even being like, come home with me now or whatever. Like if I were to do that would be like a codependent behavior, you know, it wouldn't be like really, it would be like, oh, I don't want to go home alone because I don't want to 
like feel lonely because I'm being like codependent. Like you can, that's something that like maybe I need to shift in those moments, you know, but we're always growing through and this hasn't happened for a very long time. Actually, it's different if it's like a safety situation too. Like if you're out somewhere and you're like, I don't feel safe going home by myself. Right. Like, you know, actually true. Yeah. Um, Okay. You know, I Anyways. mean, I feel like there are instances like there's always exceptions and definitely feeling into your intuition is important. But it's it's the energy of like being like remembering to just not be controlling for the sake of being in control. Mm. You know, you have to let go of control in a lot of instances to, to be happy in life. Mm. <laughs> you know, like we can't control everything and we definitely can't control. And also others, it's but, like to really love someone is like not to make them be anything else then you don't love them yeah you want them to be different yeah yeah so I guess like you know if saying like being controlling is what we don't want what we do want is unconditional love mm -hmm. empathy awareness presence kind communication mm yeah, treat treat people the way you want to be treated. Right? Yeah. And we all learn that in like preschool. Yeah, right? Like you don't want to be a puppet on somebody's strings. And really, like, do you want to be married to your own puppet? <laughs> like <laughs> right? anyway, or, or in a relationship with or friends with or, <laughs> right. you know, whatever. Like that sounds really gross and unfulfilling, <laughs> you know? Like I want to be in a partnership. Right, right. I don't know if there are many people listening to Lunar Living or Puppeteers, but <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, really, you know. Yeah, I mean. But we all have our growths. Like, I sometimes will find myself, like, puppeting, and then I'm like, wait, this is no fun. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like you're doing like, it being like, mwahaha. Oh, it's yeah. like you're doing it, like, generally out of. <laughs> like the evil Pinocchio right? <laughs> I was thinking about that. But, yeah, like. It generally if you're trying to control like why are you trying to control probably like fear or mm -hmm. your own insecurity or whatever like or just like yeah or maybe you just forgot that you picked this person because you love them yeah it's easy for sometimes like energies to take over or like old ways of being to come back and stuff and like it's all good man just like remember just remember again and like it's all good yeah so does that like do you have another getting embodied with your loving so it's like there's a difference between saying thank you and being thankful and sh like being grateful and moving in gratitude and thankfulness because I have found myself often being like, thank you for working so hard for our family, <laughs> you know, and then like going on my phone and like kind of just autopiloting. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I want attention. Like my cup doesn't feel full. And you gave me this advice a few weeks ago. And so at the end of the night, I'm like, my cup isn't full. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to like just embody this gratitude and then that's it for me like I have that thought and it's like my hands are in the right place and my mouth is saying the right words and like he's feeling loved and so he's giving me love and then we're just like in a present flow of energy 
Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important. Yes. Like being being embodied, expressing your appreciation, expressing your gratitude to them, not just like empty words. Not just empty words, not thinking it and keeping it to yourself. But like living it and mm-hmm. like making it um like actions speak louder than words Mm -hmm. but actions with words speak even louder right and it's like I like will think sometimes like how does like a grateful wife act Mm. and just like be that character who's also me you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. yeah oh should we share what the guys wrote okay wait I have one more (laughs) I have one more which actually kind of you know, I feel like it ties in too is, um, and this is something that my, actually, um, my, one of my bosses at a restaurant that I worked at, you know him. <laughs> oh yeah. Said, um, cause he also owns the other place that you mm-hmm. worked, but, yeah. um, we were just like, we had some conversations like just you know, sitting at the bar after like, that's kind of the culture of the places, mm-hmm. you know, you sit down, have a beer, or whatever. And I was getting married. I was engaged. And he told me, just remember the beginning. Remember how you started. Mm. And whenever things get hard, just remember how you started. Mm. And, um, <laughs> it like, that that's been really I like I feel like some part of me like knew that before but he drilled it into me like so many times too he kept bringing it up like remember how you started just remember the beginning keep returning to that and I do and it just like Mm. it it really you know that's a little nugget like you know and then some like all of a Mm -hmm. sudden like we'll be 16 again and Mm. like you know, I just remember like those beautiful moments of walking together. And actually that brings me to saying, um, Jordan and I hit a milestone recently. Oh my gosh. I'm so, what, what is it? <laughs> we have known each other longer than we haven't. Oh, wow. Like we just past the time where like we have we're we're coming up on six thousand days jordan just told me this last night oh in my the car gosh. he did the math <laughs> that we've Bojo. known each other for six thousand days wow and that it's 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 been more than half of our lives and like oh my gosh he's just like he drop that bomb on me and we were in the car together and we were kind of like like sort Mm -hmm. of like we weren't in a flow state together Uh, like kind of nitpicking each other's tones or whatever right right you know (laughs) we have a beautiful happy marriage and a wonderful relationship and we still have little moments sometimes yeah in that moment like you know we were like quiet for a minute and he was like yeah so I decided there's something I want to celebrate on Friday and you know, I was like, what? And then he said, like, the, we'll have known each other for 6,000 days. And that, that like, he he missed the, the date for when we had actually known each other for 
like exactly half of our lives. But Mm. so we're now we've known each other for longer. And um, I just started crying. I was like crying. So it just hit me so intensely and I felt it so big. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, wow. You know, it just was so beautiful and it so blew me away and was so like, wow, we're here, you know, and everything we've been through and everything we've grown through and also remembering how we started, taking it back to how we started as Mm. friends, you know, (laughs) it was like friends when we were kids Mm -hmm. and wow congratulations thank you and you know when everybody has a different way you started but however you started was enough to make you want to be with this person forever Mm -hmm. you know yeah and so yeah so so there's there's that Mm. and that you know is is something that like we've really integrated into our relationship as well and that's um you know, remembering our foundation and Mm. our foundation, like we became friends because we would walk together Mm. and we walked to, we walked around school. We walked to school. Like we walked a lot. And (laughs) in that walking came a lot of talking Mm -hmm. and it's the, it's different than being in the car and sitting and talk to each other, talking to each other at a restaurant or at our table or whatever. Like the conversations that we have when we walk are just deeper and more powerful. They're more focused and more true. Like something about like the act of walking for us and I feel like you know I would recommend it for anybody to Mm -hmm. like go for walks with your person but for us we're like just one day and actually it was when I was um maybe it was when I was pregnant with the twins I don't know but we were we just were on a walk and we were like having such good vibes with each other and we were like man this is so awesome like wow walking is foundational for Mm. us it's foundational. It's how we started. And it's also like so important to our foundation. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes like when we're both kind of out of sorts or whatever, we're having like, you know, not feeling fully connected to each other. We'll be like, we need to walk. Or whenever we go on a date, we're like, you know, we try to incorporate a walk of some kind and we're always like, it's foundational. And all we have to say is it's foundational. And both of us know we're saying we need to go for a walk. Like we need to, because it's foundational. Totally. So Mm. that's, yeah, I feel like that's a a good, wow. That's the last little bit that I had to say. I'm definitely going to use that for sure. And it makes sense too. I'm like, yep. Like Alex and I like have fun going out and doing things together and the way that we will like reconnect when we are kind of like, you know, at that point where you're like, we need to have a date Mm -hmm. (laughs) is like, we'll go out and like play pool and drink some beers. And like, that's how we started. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we're always going to do, Mm -hmm. you know, just sharing those nights out together. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that for you guys. 
Thank you. And also your first date was a hike, right? It was. So yeah. walking is foundational for you too. Oh yeah. It was a hike. We brought <laughs> beers. We were like really <laughs> Alex like You're brought. like beer, basically. That's our foundation. <laughs> yeah, I know, right, right. No, 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 no. But really it's like Lechaim. hanging out at yeah, Lahaim. Like mm-hmm. really, you know, like I don't know one day if I will stop drinking, which like I'm open to, you know, but the fun the like going out whether it's on a hike or playing pool or surfing that is foundational to our bond mm-hmm. yeah and also so we beautiful. we have fun when we drink together like our walls come down and we're like able to just like be silly i mean we're always silly lol we have like our own language you know yeah but yeah yeah, I'm not like a heavy drinker, but I'm I don't think I'm ever going to quit drinking. Like, yeah. I don't know, who knows? Life is long, but I'm like I yeah. enjoy like It's not like super problematic, having, I think for anyone. Yeah. To to like write it off completely, I don't think. Well, I mean, it depends if you're like oh, an alcoholic and Right. No, no, no. no. To, but. I'm talking about like our quad quad group, Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. Like Alex Jordan um you and me. Yeah. Like I don't I know Alex probably drinks the most, but I don't think it's like he ah. takes he takes care of his stuff and he's a responsible dad. Yeah, for and, dry January, he's like the only one who actually didn't drink. Him and dad actually. Yeah, who were the heavy the the heaviest drinkers. <laughs> Maybe actually, that's why. <laughs> I don't know, actually, because Jordan Jordan can drink too, for sure. Yeah. And he works at a brewery, so Yeah, but, actually. You know. But he, he did he did well too okay and a note from the beer drinkers <laughs> <laughs> no but we did um we were kind of like we did like a little journal entry real quick before we started this just to get like our ideas out on paper and then sharing a little bit with each other and then our husbands were there with the babies and they started chiming in and we were like we should yeah, we share their them. advice because like, I, I I reached out I told Jordan like hey do you have like a little tidbit or like something that you want to share on it and then so we asked both of them yeah and so this is what our men had to say you share for yours I'll share for mine okay so um he one I actually you were writing more than I did oh, so I'm like there's one see. part of it that I think you wrote that I didn't get but um this is bojo's and oh yeah yeah no actually i did write that okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so my jordan said like you know first of all he was like well a lot of the like cliche stuff is you know Mm -hmm. accurate and you know yeah be honest communication tell each other everything but what he said here that i was like i thought was a good nugget for everybody was don't make them guess your needs. Mm. Like don't make your, your significant other guess what your needs are. And I feel like typically women tend to do this often, like more often than men (laughs) do too, where they're like, well, he should know where they should know. Right. (laughs) Like, well, I want them to, I don't want to have to tell him to do something romantic for me. I just want him to do it and just be that and come up with the idea by himself. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I've been guilty of that for sure. Right. Or maybe like, it's like, Oh, Valentine's day is coming up. (laughs) And then they're like, 
okay, February 14th is approaching, <laughs> you know? But like, if you really want a, a picnic, be like, oh my gosh, Valentine's Day is coming up. I would love to have a picnic, just something simple and cute. Do you think we could do that? Yeah. You know, and just putting it in their hands. Like some guys like like to do like a big romantic gesture or whatever. Maybe they're already on for that. But I know with my guy, you know, I'll, I've found that like I tell him, I'm like for Hanukkah, I would love Lulu's and Uggs. <laughs> and then like when I get them, I don't feel like, I feel just as loved. I feel more loved than if he didn't get me anything. I mean, he would get me something like, but I'm like, I want Lulu's and Uggs. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and also like if your needs are that you really like surprises and you like surprise gestures, right? then you can express like that that's a desire. So it's like express, like don't make them guess your needs and or your desires. Like mm -hmm. tell them, tell them straight up what your needs are mm -hmm. and your desires as well. Like, and if the desire is like, I really want a big romantic gesture and I like surprises, then tell them often. Mm -hmm. Cause if you just say it one time, like, I mean, they might forget because they're a human being. Right. And tell you them know? enough to the point where they go like, Oh, Hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. Like they realize and they go, what should I do? Oh, she told me many times, so much so that I remember it, <laughs> you know. That or she, maybe it's not even so many times, but just in a way that you know they'll remember it. Yeah, where it's like registered. Yeah, just make sure they like get it and just tell them, yeah, like I really like surprises. I mm -hmm. really like big romantic gestures, like that makes me really happy. I would love that, you know? And yeah. then and then if they stop doing those things, then tell them again. I right. love big romantic gestures. Because that makes me so happy. Yeah. And Not, your man wants, why don't you ever right. don't use that language? Yeah, That's, because then they're like, F you. Then, yeah, because then you're saying like, you suck and you're a failure. And you're making them lacking. feel bad about yeah, themselves. Totally. And that doesn't motivate people to do nice things for you. Right. <laughs> yeah and they want to make you happy so if you tell them like it would make me happy if you then they're like like your your partner wants to make you happy period yeah. you want to make your partner happy they want to make you happy yeah you know and and the energy behind it being loving and happy mm -hmm. you know because you can also if you say like it would make me really happy if you uh you know freaking did a surprise for me every on, once in a while right <laughs> yeah <laughs> then that's all that's basically saying you're why a don't failure. You, you suck you don't yeah. do surprises for me like you know yeah. it would be yeah you know having the energy being i love surprises they make me happy i feel like our episodes so much pretty much every time is just like energy work <laughs> like if you really break it down yeah. Okay. I'm going to share what Alex said. And this is like, I'm like, yeah, it's definitely my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm grateful that these are his, his takeaways. Um, cause they really make our relationship work. Um, he said, don't take things too personal. Enjoy the precious moments and remember to connect. So 
he's like, don't take things too personally when like, okay, so I know that I am a big feeling in the momenter and like I'll get uh, stressed out and overwhelmed and like just like dysregulated really easily and like just start kind of like almost like blowing people off because I'm like stressed and that's something I'm working on, blah, 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 <laughs> all the disclaimers, you know, yeah. but I love that he doesn't take it personally. Like he knows that it's not any show or grade on how much I love him. And so like I'll get overwhelmed and then like two minutes later I'll be like, hey, I'm really sorry, babe. I was like super overwhelmed. And he's like, it's all good. And then we're like, fine. Like, but it, it's like he literally actually doesn't take it personally. He doesn't, quote, not take it personally, and then it stays bottled up and routes away inside of him. He just literally, like, lets it roll off his back. He's like, okay, all right, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when the when it's a really good moment, he's, like, fully open and immersed and spongingly absorbing that. So really it's, like, perspective. Mm-hmm. He's, like, pretty much something that he'll remind me a lot when I'm having those overwhelmed moments is it's all perspective you know and what you give your attention to is going to grow more Mm -hmm. so yeah and then remembering to connect I mean of course like right now we're having a time where we're like we need a date you know and we're Mm -hmm. like remembering that because we love each other so much and we like feel like we need to like have that like really authentic you know, night out where we reconnect because it's like we haven't seen each other. We like our parents together and we're yeah, constantly around each other. But it's different when you're actually alone together. And it's, it's even different than like the kids being in bed and taking time to connect with each other. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if that's all you can do, do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if all you can do is take, you know, I gosh, reminds me of like a, a, meme that I saw like years ago on Facebook that was like you know love is like a quickie in the laundry room while the kids are eating dino nuggets and watching it <laughs> pretty know, true that <laughs> watching a show in the other room or something yeah. like that but it's like you know if those are the moments that you can get like take those moments but also like really like most of us can Figure out a time to, you know, have let our kids be with a family member, mm-hmm. a trusted friend or a sitter or something. I know not everybody can. And you, well, might, look, you know, if, but- if you can't, if you can't, kids are in bed, turn out all the lights, light a candle, cut some fresh fruit, mm-hmm. sit, no TV, mm-hmm. just enjoy some fresh fruit by candlelight or hot Cheetos if that's your style, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but like candles really important i'm not just saying that because i have a candle business <laughs> no really <laughs> yeah. though the fire it's it's sets a space mm-hmm. it's really the container of a candle is it's a metaphor it's a container for an energy for a space yeah yeah so i mean definitely like prioritizing that because you know a lot of us are will even be like well we have kids we don't have time you know but then we find ourselves sitting on the couch next to our partner scrolling through our phones while the kids are sleeping Mm -hmm. for a long time 
hours maybe yeah you know like you'll say oh like i'm like even with like making art i'll be like oh i don't have time and then like i'm sitting on the toilet like scrolling i'm like dude I could have like wiped 10 minutes ago and fucking like made a flyer real quick, you know, <laughs> wash my hands before, of course. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in a crude mood. <laughs> um, oh, you're Benny. But really like you're the one who taught me like time is bendy mm-hmm. and it's not about, I don't have time. It's about making space within yourself to hold that time for each other. Mm-hmm. takes effort like when people go a relationship such hard work it makes it sound like it's not fun mm-hmm. like you can have fun while you're putting in the effort you can find joy and excitement in the work like with gardening mm-hmm. oh let's bring it full circle here hey. we go love is a garden love <laughs> is a garden love is a love is a love is a garden <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So yeah, while you're working on your garden, you can enjoy it, but you have to nurture the garden. You have to water it. Mm. You have to talk to it and tell it I love you. (laughs) Yeah. And breathe on it. So (laughs) lovely, lovely lunar loves go out there and make some love. Make some love. We hope that this impacted you in an uplifting way and let us know what you do uh, in your marriage or relationships or just in life in general that helps you to uh, be happy and connect. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Like, subscribe. Love you. <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. Bye.